एंड वेलकम टू द कॉर्पोरेट लाइफ पॉडकास्ट माय नेम इज़ हिना सिद्दीकी एंड आई लव्ड एंड हेटेड माय कॉर्पोरेट जॉब्स फॉर इयर्स दिस पॉडकास्ट इज गोइंग टू एम्पावर यू टू गो हाई ऑन योर करियर विद आउट लूजिंग योर सेल्फ आई इनवाइट यू टू जॉइन मी ईच वीक एज यू हियर रियल कूल स्टोरीज ऑफ द रियल कूल कॉर्पोरेट पीपल डूइंग रियल थिंग्स इन द कॉर्पोरेट वर्ल्ड एंड द एक्सपीरियंसिस एंड एडवाइस कैन चेंज योर स्टोरी टू Hey how's it going I'm Hina Siddiqui and you're listening to the Corporate Life podcast Today I have with me a very special guest Angela Lenhart Angela is a spiritual healer and coach and feng shui consultant and you know what I have a passionate interest in spirituality being a very spiritual person myself and I have never met a feng shui consultant before so I'm really excited Angela helps people increase their flow of abundance health love and harmony She has 16 years of experience in this field and has helped celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs and individuals seeking intuitive life and business coaching. She is also the author of several acclaimed books including A Charmed Journey and Trigger the Wonder Horse, a true story about faith, healing and miracles. Trigger the Wonder Horse won second place in the SIPA AV Book Awards. and a charmed journey was endorsed by the late internationally renowned author dr wayne jar that's fabulous and now i'm so keen to begin this conversation and i'm sure it's going to be so valuable for you hey angela welcome to the show hi hena nice to meet you and thank you so much for the invite angela tell us a bit about your spiritual journey and how did this begin i was born very intuitive and at the age of 14 is when i really had to i don't know if it was step into it my life was directed that way uh because i my mom was very sick so i had to take care of my brother and i ended up leaving home at a very young age at 14 and i didn't know where i was going or really even how to drive at that time in my life so i just got into the car and i snapped into survival state for myself and my brother and i just knew that i had to take care of him and we got into the car and i started it and i began driving down the road and He looks at me and he goes, "Where are we going?" And I said, "I don't know, but we're not staying here, not until mom gets better." And I ended up driving to a house, and I wasn't sure whose house it was, although I knew that the town nurse lived there. So I got out of my car and I walked to the front door and I knocked and I said, "Is it okay if me and my brother stay here for a while until my mom gets better?" And she said, "Okay." And that is where. My brother and I stayed for a couple of years until my mom recovered and we were able to change our life but by that time I was getting ready to graduate from from high school and go to college and I think that's really where the my journey began into understanding that our life is guided by great force and when we tune into it and we listen whether you call it god or the universe or source energy i call it god um that we begin to recognize that our steps are extremely guided and that we are loved in the process and of course we endure challenges and the tribulations of life but if we just really center into our faith and and we begin to trust our path begins to unfold uh gracefully and then in my 20s i began to study the mind body spirit connection 
Mm-hmm. It was after I graduated from college and my mom passed away suddenly in her sleep is when I began to ask myself the deeper questions like, what is this life all about? What is my purpose? And then those questions began to lead me in the direction of discovering who I am and understanding that we are spiritual beings having a human experience and you know, learning how to uh, expand our consciousness and manage our emotional states. And then, of course, take care of our physical body because we are here having this human experience. So we do need to take care of our physical body and nurture that. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. And I always believe that there is some spiritual element inside of us that guides us. And most people have lost it as a side effect of growing up because we have been layered uh, by so much of negativity and false beliefs that, you know, we don't tune in to our spirituality. It's easy to do in this day and age because life is very hectic. And when we pay too much attention to the news and we we watch what's going on in the outside world and we feel out of control mm-hmm. it's easy to lose our sense of self and Absolutely. that is the time when it's most important to slow down to step back and and ask yourself what do i believe in who am i and you regain your internal strength that courage that bravery that is inside of all of us but you're correct life doesn't necessarily mold us in that direction from a very young age. And it isn't until we become adults that maybe we begin to reflect on that and go, what have I been doing all my life? And and what do I believe in? And, and what am I here to do? And what is my purpose? So, you know, I think this this pandemic has really brought to the or to our attention that life is pretty big and it's also very short. Yeah. So take time to be with yourself and to understand who you are, embrace each day. But not only that, do something each day that fuels your soul, you know, and and makes and brings joy to your life. Because who knows when that day will come when, you know, we're no longer here. So you want to be able to look back and go, you know, I've accomplished that, or I have great relationships here, Hmm. or I've built that divine connection uh, with God or a higher power. And you feel good about yourself and, and you're able to transition and, and leave this world all behind and, and move on to the next. It's it's a beautiful message. And I'm sure that we all are going to learn a lot from you today on this. Angela, your book, A Charm Journey, was endorsed by Dr. Wayne Dyer. And that's so exciting. Would you please talk a little bit about that? And how did that happen? How did you feel when that happened? Well, my book, is, So A Charm Journey, it was born because... I was in a place in my life when it wasn't working. I was in a relationship that was was no longer feeding me and I lost myself. I didn't even recognize who I was anymore. And I just knew that something needed to change and that something was me. And I was willing to do whatever it took to transform my life. One day I was getting into the bathtub And as I was looking in the mirror to get into the tub, I didn't recognize the face staring back at me. And as I was sitting in the tub, a force greater than myself literally pushed me out. And I ended up wrapping a towel around my body, a towel around my head. And I walked up the stairs and I said, I'm leaving. And he says, where are you going? And I said, I don't know, but I'm not staying here. And that is how my book was born. And I got into my car and I was driving down to the park because I 
wasn't sure where I was going to live. I was way too proud to ask for help. And, and here I was some great life coach, but now I needed to, to take my own advice and do, and and really put into practice all the techniques and tools that I had learned over the years. Mm -hmm. And I was driving down to the park and I got really mad at God and I pulled over and I started, you know, crying and ranting and raving. And I said, I can't believe that you you know, forgot me. And, and here I am, I've studied all these great things and I've helped, you know, hundreds and thousands of people. And here I, I can't even help myself enough. And it was probably a couple of moments of in that crazy rage that the small steel voice literally came through my window and I calmed down. And I, I stopped crying. And as I will, I was able to start my car, and a force greater than me took over my steering wheel and drove me to a house. Mm-hmm. And again, it was like I was repeating a pattern that I did when I was 14. Mm-hmm. And I walked up to the front door and it was my very first client that ever told me if I ever needed a place to stay, I was welcome in her home. And I couldn't believe it myself. You know, I still can't believe it to this day, but I walked into her home and laid on the bed and I just said, God, I'll do whatever it takes to change my life. I'll do whatever it takes. Just Mm -hmm. just help me through this. And I was given instructions and the instructions were to, to, you know, take responsibility for my life Um, on every level. I had to heal it. I had to accept who I am and, and really accept the roles that I was playing in my life. I had to be grateful for everything, even the situations that it was very difficult mm-hmm. to find peace and serenity. And I had to, I had to be willing to go there and come from a place of deep acceptance and non-judgment and, uh, and let the criticism go and, and just accept who I am and my situation. And then I needed to share, share my message with the world. So that is how a term journey came about. Uh, that's that's really brave of you. Well, uh, thank you. I, mean, I, I didn't have a, I didn't have a lot of choices. It was either you do it or mm-hmm. don't do it. You know, I had a negotiation with God, and I said, "Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it." And that night, I had to, you know, go into the closet and pull out those skeletons and mm-hmm. confront them and make friends with them. Right? Yeah. Uh, whatever we resist persists in our life, yes. and hiding aspects of ourselves and and being ashamed of ourselves doesn't really help us in this life. It actually takes away from our experience because that emotional baggage is very heavy and it begins to weigh down the physical body and it takes away from our spirit of, of who we are. So when we choose to forgive ourselves, most importantly, and then forgive others, there's a lightness that occurs and then our world begins to open up. I I can't necessarily say this was it. It's, an accumulation over time and little steps each day, the willingness to let go and to love and to, and to put that forgiveness out there has a huge impact on not only your life, but the lives around you. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Heart wrenching. And it does take some determination, yes. a little bit of bravery and, and a big mouth. So. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. And in today's world where, People are always constantly judging themselves for non-acceptance. It's like they're not accepting themselves and that is, you know, uh, affecting their life so badly and negatively. And it's doing a lot of harm that they don't understand. Right. Because we judge ourselves, we tend to judge other people and to criticize and, mm-hmm. and do all that. And that's, that's, 
at the end of the day, that doesn't make you feel pretty. I mean, that doesn't feel you make you feel better. You know, making self, making someone else feel inferior doesn't make yourself superior. It's Absolutely. about supporting each other. And we're all here to support ourselves and to support each other in this journey called life. So as soon as you really learn how to heal yourself and transform those ex- those experiences that aren't so awesome, uh, there's a lot of freedom in that. When it comes to looking for a job, most people get it wrong. They would keep on using their one and only resume to apply for any and every open job position in their industry without getting clear on what's right for them. They would avoid correct and targeted networking and stay dependent on job sites. And the truth is that over 70% of jobs are never posted on job boards or job websites. Plus the wrong and scarcity mindset and lack of self-belief, and this is huge. But unfortunately, most job seekers don't deal with this. And no wonder that they keep on struggling with their job hunt and most of them will make a compromise by accepting just any random job because they want money to pay the bills, which is a valid reason. If that's you, come join me on my job search coaching program where I guide you through with the right strategy, your mindset upgrade, which is about 80% in all my programs and taking inspired and focused consistent action. You may book a free strategy call with me. Find the link on the episode page. Angela, I'm so eager to know, and I'm sure that those who are listening to us right now would also love to know that how can we have an abundant life as a corporate workforce? I think that um, abundance can come in many different forms. So it can come in the form of money. That's typically how we think about it. Um, But uh, you can be abundant in your health. You can be abundant in relationships. You can be abundant in how you feel about who you are in your own skin. So it it depends on how you want to define abundance. Mm -hmm. But every day, whether it's just in your personal life or it is in the corporate world, how can you be of service to others and be abundant. See it, be abundant in giving knowledge, be abundant in being helpful, uh, be abundant in giving compliments. That is how we're supposed to be abundant. And what translates from that is opportunities begin to open up and relationships begin to build. And then the material world begins to manifest as well. So if we look at the, you know, our day-to-day activities in the, in the corporate world, we'll just use that because this is the question you asked, is you go to work, you go to your career and you think, how can I help, you know, the person sitting in the desk next, next to me, or how can I help the CEO see the the position or the the challenge a little more clear and and bring your gift to the table as well. So that is how you begin to recognize your own abundance. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all born with a gift and the challenge and opportunity is how can we utilize our gifts in this world to make it where you feel fulfilled at the end of the day. So at the end of the day, you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know, I, I feel good about what I did. I I feel good about who I am and, and how I contributed to other people's lives. 
And I think, you know, being in an organization, it's a social obligation to to be a good person and to show up and to be authentic and real. It isn't easy. There's nothing easy about the journey. But I mean, how you how do you want to feel at the end of the day means everything. And that is abundance because it is going to affect your health. It is going to affect your, you know, if you have toxic relationships at work, you're going to take that burden home. You're going to take that energy home, whether you are aware of it or not. And it's going to be passed along to your family members, including your pets and your children and your significant others. So, you know, you want to learn how to to balance yourself and be the same person in the corporate world uh, at work as you are at home. So you're not wearing two different faces. It's about aligning yourself and being who you are at all times. Yeah, it's all about being authentic. And uh, to be authentic, first of all, we need to go inside us and know who we are. And then that journey starts from there. So it's really important to first uh, know ourselves so other people can also know us the way we are. To know us, to know us how, who we are from the, the core, which is we're divine beings. We're here, you know, having a, like I said, a human experience. And when we understand that we are powerful creators, we co-create with the universe, Mm -hmm. what are, what the, the energy that we put out works just like a spiritual boomerang and comes right back. It's one of the spiritual laws of the universe. It's the law of cause and effect. So whether you say it, you know, see it as um, karma or the the seeds that you plant or the fruit that you reap, um, however you want to phrase that it's, it's energy. It's a, it's an energy exchange. So what you're throwing out as far as thoughts and words followed up with actions, do create to manifest your reality. And what reality do you want to create for yourself? Yeah, that's, that's really beautiful. And it's so important to be giving and come out of that consumer mindset where we are all always take, take, take how much we are willing to give our services and ourselves without showing up with our ego every single day. So that's, that's really beautiful advice. Angela, as you are a spiritual healer, and I'm intrigued to ask you this question, that how can we begin to be more spiritual without sitting in meditation for hours? Again, uh, you know that the word spirituality is such an ambiguous word. Um, So how can you be, let's just break it down in in, in spirit. Let's just say you're going to be in spirit. So you're going to be in your spirit, what does your spirit say? Not does what, not what, uh, it doesn't necessarily what your mind says and what your ego says that you need to do is how can you be in your spirit, in your authentic self? Um, and you know, if you don't have time to to sit and meditate all day long, which I don't think any of us do, yeah. um, just pay attention to the situation that you are in, and maybe the the, the people that are in front of you. And ask yourself, it's an internal question, what can I do to be godlike? What can I do to bring out the best version of themselves? Because that in return will bring out the best version in yourself. What we see in other people is generally reflected within ourselves. Absolutely. So you want to bring the best version of yourself to, I would say, pretty much any and all situations. Um, because that is going 
to draw out their energy. And what you expect in another is what you will probably get. Uh, I've found nine times out of 10, if I expect this out of an individual, they're going to show me that. That is how we can just be of service to other people. And so just, you know, recognizing that each individual in front of us is an opportunity to be in spirit. One of the ways that I, you know, since I'm uh, pretty busy during the day, I take a moment to, when I walk outside to look up at the clouds and to notice mother nature, to notice the trees Mm. and remember that, you know, they're growing and they're, they're doing their, their thing. They're blossoming. They reflect their, you know, their energy based off of the seasons of the year and everything just seems to flow because mother nature does flow. It's the ebbs and flows in life. And how can we get into the ebb and flow of our life? Yes. So take them, you know, take a moment just to look outside, look up, look at mother nature, look at the flowers, look into a children's, you know, a, a, a child's eyes, look at a pet and see their innocent spirits. And that is being spiritual. Yeah. And that means more of slowing down uh, rather than rushing through all the time that we are doing in our busy lives. Oh my gosh. We know we have technology. We have our phone in our hands. We're always looking down at, you know, social media or emails or text messages, or we're on the computer, you know, having zoom meetings. So it's, it's taking yourself away from technology even if you can do it for a couple minutes a day, closing your eyes, internally, you know, reflecting, taking that deep breath. And that is how we can be spiritual in our spirit and connect our mind, body and spirit and just be in our bodies and, yeah. and then begin to experience life from that vantage point. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Angela, what is the best way to find you and know more about you and your work and workshops and the programs that you conduct? Well, I have a website, AngelaLenhart.com, and I have blogs, I have videos, I have a workshop. It's called a mini miracle workshop that you can download. So you'll get homework questions, you'll get a video. And that is for anyone who's wanting some life coaching advice that might not be ready to have me directly work with them or, or face-to-face, but you could do it at your leisure. So that I made that available to, um, for anyone who is interested. I'm also available on social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. So pretty much anywhere there's a social media channel. Uh, I try to make myself somewhat visible. Uh, I love my personal life as well. And, and being a little, you know, you know, just intimate and, but I also recognize that this is what I'm here to do. So I need to make myself available on a lot of platforms. I'm also on TikTok. Yeah. Trevor oh, and really? I, are also on TikTok, okay. so I don't know. I, I, I'll do a dance here and there. Wow. <laughs> I would definitely check out. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I know I need to, I need to work on that channel too but oh my gosh just so many things to do yeah exactly I, I totally understand that and how how can we buy your books where can we find your books my books are uh available on Amazon so you just you know point and click and and the the little birdie will fly to your house and and you can either get the hard copy or you can get the ebook version 
Great. And I would like to ask you this last question, which is I'm very much curious about. How is it like to be a spiritual healer? Uh, I, I, I feel like I was born to do it. It, yeah. it isn't um, a job for me. It's just what I, what I do. So I, I love it. I love the spiritual realm. I love um, doing the work. I love teaching. I love yoga practices and Qigong and nutrition. I love connecting with the world outside of the ordinary. So the extraordinary, that spiritual realm that is, uh, even though it may seem like it's invisible, it's still very visible. And when you can tune in and you, you, you listen, you can hear intuitive messages. You can hear spiritual guidance. I'm very much a believer in the angelic realm and guides and how our loved ones are always guiding us, even though that they may no longer be here in this physical form, that they're still very active in our lives and love us and are always offering guidance and some sort of peace and and connection on how we can just navigate through this world in a harmonious way. A lot of my information is out there. I have stories on YouTube that I've told over and over again about spiritual experiences. So you can tune and listen to those. So I just, you know, I just feel like that this is my path. This is my calling. And I'm drawn to help to help other people find their passions. This is my path, but I can help other people develop their path through certain spiritual practices. That's lovely. Angela, you have such great energy and I'm not feeling like ending this conversation, but then we have some time constraints. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. We learned great stuff from you today. You're welcome. And thanks again. Have a great day. Thank you so much. So how did you like this episode? Let me know on Instagram or even Facebook. My social handle is author Hina, just everywhere. That's it for this week. Love you guys and girls. I'll see you next week with another super interesting guest. Until then, Stay happy and safe. Thank you for tuning in. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and go to my website, authorhina.com for career training tools and resources. Don't forget to check out my latest book, Secrets of the Six-Figure Employee with Zero Stress. It's available on Amazon.